Praise God forevermore. Be blessed as you give. We uh, Giving is for us. If we'll be faithful, he'll be faithful. It's just, it's just as simple as that. God's not trying to get something from his people. He's trying to get something to his people. And you know, it's like the, uh, the parable of the, uh, the sower went out to sow and, and uh, some fell by the wayside. And all. In the middle of that, the Lord said, to the ones who get it and understand it, more will be given to them. Amen. But the ones who don't get it, it's just too bad. And there's just a whole lot of people in the body of Christ that the devil's got in and, and blinded our minds. And so anytime money is mentioned, then a whole bunch of people say, well, all they want is their money. And if that's the case, we're going to have to stop going to McDonald's. We're going to have to stop going to Walmart because that's, all, that's truly all they want. But you keep going there. Amen. And, 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 and God wants to get you something. You can't outgive God. God wants to get you something, but so many people, because of wrong thinking, they don't get it. But to the ones who get it, you're going to get even more. And I, and, and I know it's so. I've been doing this a long time, and I've seen people be faithful and, and be blessed, and I've seen people uh, struggle with it, and they're still struggling. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, God's been good to me, praise God. Hallelujah. And he's not done yet. You know, uh, uh, we, we, we went to uh, Church on the Rock, Nashville, uh, the last three nights. Misty and I did. And uh, Andrew was there Sunday night. And uh, Monday night, uh, I told y'all that if there was opportunity for me to get prayed for, I was going to get prayed for. You know, so... Uh, I've still got symptoms of a thing that that I'm believing God for, because I'm, I, you know, I, I'm commanding my body to come in line. I bring my body under subjection to the Word of God, Amen. And uh, but I said, well, here here he's here with this anointing, and I'm gonna get up there and I'm gonna get this. So uh, I got up in that prayer line. Would y'all like to hear a word that Doctor Jacobs had for me? I think you'll be able to hear it. And Misty, I, I, if this shows right up, then we're supposed to do this. If it, if it don't, uh, I can't let y'all see it. I mean, I could, but I'm not prepared to. But you can hear it, I think. Praise God. Hallelujah. The Lord said to tell you this. I was praying for you today, Randy. He said, you're, you're about to enter into the best times of your life. <laughs> Hallelujah. Things are going to change in all around you. You and Misty are bound to experience a new dimension. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for it. Come up here, Misty, a minute, please. Hallelujah. I pray for you both. I felt like you're stepping into something brand new from God that you've never been there before. Hallelujah. Praise God. All right. Hallelujah. Uh, you know, sometimes when you're getting words, you know, you, you need them. Uh, and there was, there was many years I went and I didn't get no words. Uh, but I found out when I get them, I need them. But, uh, you know, we were just talking about that. And all during the service, I was sitting there. And uh, I know every time you get on new levels, you have new devils. And if, you're, if your heart's fixed to grow, some people don't care whether they grow or not. And so they don't. You know, you've got to be determined to grow. 
And if you get in a place where you're growing, you're going to find that when you get on new levels, you have new obstacles that come against you. So I've really come over and, and was coming up uh, against a lot of stuff. I win. I'm winning. I'm winning, but it's just, it's just, uh, it's, it's sometimes it's, it's plowing and preaching's easy and, and the, the stuff like that, but there's, there's just things that you have, that you've been dealing with. And so I was just in that service before all this happened. I get that way when I get around Dr. Jacobs. I, I receive. I'm receiving off his mantle because he's my man of God. And uh, I'm getting refreshed and restored. And, and uh, so I see, I see in the spirit, uh, it's like a gate. It's, it's the biggest door. It's the biggest door. I mean, it's, it's, it's like a gate. And I can see over behind it, I know it represents demons and demonic warfare. And I mean, there's dozens of them. And they're all standing up against that gate trying to hold me out. They're all, they're all lined up, you know, I mean, they're serious. They don't want me getting in there. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and, but I, I know I'm getting in there. And see, when he showed me that, I'm just more, like, well, they don't want me to go through that. They don't want me to go through over into this other, but I know I'm going through. And I knew I was going through when I saw that. And then, he, then when he said that, see, and, and that's how personal prophecy works. Amen. It's stuff that God's already dealing with you about. So listen, if you don't ever pray and God, you don't ever talk to God and God don't ever talk to you, don't go run into a prophet to try to get a prophet to tell you something from God when you don't even talk to him yourself and, and, and listen. Amen. It, it don't work that way. Amen. You know, you need to, the fortune tellers work that way. Praise God. But, but that's evil. That's the devil. Hallelujah. But the gifts of the Spirit are real. So I just thought you might be interested in that. If we go somewhere, y'all are going somewhere. Amen. And I, I saw that gate. But see, I know greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. And I don't care if there's a million demons standing behind that gate trying to hold me. I'm, that, that gate's flinging open. Amen. It's going through. It's coming down. It's, come, it's blowing. It's coming off the hinges, praise God. And so, and Misty too. And, and uh, uh, we're, just, we're just excited. And we got so blessed and so refreshed. Every night, I mean, we got back after midnight the last two nights, but we're still, you know, so refreshed and so blessed. Uh, uh, God is good. Amen. Couldn't have had a better time anywhere than in the house of God at a special meeting. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, now I know uh, Dr. Jacobs is, is uh, going to be at Tiffin Brandon's uh, Church New Era in a few weeks not too far off and uh we'll let you know more about more about that and you might want to that's an hour away and and uh, uh we'll let you know all about that so hopefully some of you will want to will want to be partakers of that so uh misty's not here so we're not having anything for the children so you guys be quiet and listen and and uh Hallelujah. It'd still be good. Amen. But uh, uh, I, uh, I was just thinking real strong. Uh, you know, Brother Hagen had said, I, uh, I keep my body under. Paul said it. Paul said, I keep my body under. 
Amen. Lest when I've preached, you know, I'll let people down. Amen. Basically. Uh, I discipline, New King James says, I discipline my body and I bring it into subjection. King James says, I bring my body under lest I should be a castaway. Uh, but he was talking about that. That pertains to everything. That pertains to healing. Amen. And, and he talked about, you know, he was so healed when he was 16 years old. And, and he just began to read Grandma's Methodist Bible. And he, they didn't have no Word of Faith tapes or anything like that. He just kind of prayed and cried out. And he saw uh, in James, is there any sick among you? Uh, get the elders of the church. So he tried to get some of his relatives to get the elders of the church to come, but there wasn't no elders that really believed in it. And one preacher finally did come. They did finally get one preacher to come, and you know he told him just to hold on a little bit longer because the doctor's report was, and he'd been to the Mayo Clinic that nobody lived past 16 anyway that had what he had. So his blood looked like orange juice, and his heart was deformed, and he'd been bedridden for years and was was nearly paralyzed could only read maybe 15 minutes a day and that was all the strength he had but in that 15 minutes a day he kept digging and he would get disappointed he would see stuff but he kept finding things out and he kept when you're born again when you're born again you're born of the spirit of God and if you'll be quiet and really seek God you can hear from God amen and, and now if you're around religious people they'll tell you you know well you're losing your mind you know you don't need to be hearing voices and stuff they got to hospital to put you in if you hear voices or you go to the doctor and tell them you hear voices and they'll give you some pills and uh, you won't hear them as much amen but he does speak to people amen and so he was hearing some things and learning and growing and by his faith he laid laid hold of uh uh oh uh, when you when you pray believe that you receive when you pray believe that you receive and, and so we're wanting to pray and then wait and see if we receive or not to know if we're healed. But he said, when you pray, believe that you receive and you'll have it. So in other words, when you pray, you're, you're, you've got it. I've got it, whether it looks like I've got it or not. So when he's saying, I bring my body under, your, your, your foot may be hurting. You may have a foot, a bona fide foot condition. You know, doctor confirmed. Amen. But when you really believe in God, you don't pay any attention to that foot anymore. You said, body, you're going to have to line up with the Word of God. Amen. We're standing on the Word of God. So we were talking about that. And, and, and then last week the Lord had, uh, you know, told me we need to have a, a, a spirit of victory. We need, to be, we need to be victorious. The devil wants to come and bring gloom and doom. Amen. And get you discouraged and depression. And the world's... The world's gone over to depression it's 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 the norm i cannot go to a doctor you know if, if i go to if i go to uh uh the bone doctor his nurses are asking me you know well uh how, how's your mind are, are you happy are you sad do you ever have thoughts of wanting to hurt yourself well why is it why is, why is my hip doctor wanting to ask me if i ever have thoughts of wanting to hurt myself 
Well, can I just tell y'all, nobody get mad at me, don't write me. I love you, I'm praying for you. You can be filled with the Holy Ghost and the joy of the Lord can be your strength, praise God. Hallelujah. It's joy unspeakable and full of glory. And you don't have to be all bound on all that stuff. But, but that's, that's coming down from the pharmaceutical companies. They, you know, uh, they, they let on like they're wanting to help you. But, you know, if you're being in la-la land, I don't know how much that helps you. And it certainly doesn't help you spiritually. Amen. Hallelujah. So, I mean, that's for free. But, I mean, every doctor I go to, I get asked, you know, and I have to fill out a survey. How would I write, you know, am I, do I ever, ever have thoughts of wanting to hurt myself? No, I want to hurt the devil. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. But see, people, see, this is, this is, this is, this is brewing. It's, 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 uh, they didn't do that. They used to not do that. You know, I used to go to the doctor and when I went, I didn't get asked stuff like that. But now you do. Praise God. And I don't know if I look so sad. No, they ask everybody. They have to. That's their job. Uh, because that's part of the, part of the procedure. But, uh, we need to be, we need to be vic victory minded. We need to be, uh, uh, thinking about victory. Hallelujah. Believe in God. And uh, faith is acting like the Word of God is true. Amen. And there's going to be, be, be times the trying of your, of your faith. It's going to come into play. And you're going to have to act like you believe God even when it don't. If you're going to get anything from God. Amen. If you're going to get anything from God. You've got to act like you believe God even when it looks like nothing's working. And you've got to learn to stand. You've got to learn to be patient. And standing on the Word of God. And the only way you're going to do that if, is if you hang out with people who are walking by faith and not by sight. If you listen to preachers who are teaching you, amen, how to live by faith, how to walk by faith, amen, and not poor, poor, pitiful me, amen, and it's just a petting club, amen. We need to encourage one another to believe God, amen. Now, if somebody's hurting, we'll, you know, we'll cast the devil out of people too because, the, you know, thoughts... Uh, thoughts become strongholds and strongholds uh, open doors for devils to come in and it, 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 depression can be a horrible, wicked, vicious thing. Amen. But uh, uh, we can have victory. We're supposed to have victory. Amen. Glory to God. The devil don't like it. And that's why, he's, that's why he's standing behind that gate. That's why he's got all his demons lined up behind that gate because we're busting through and I don't I don't know what all it is but you heard Dr. Jacobs it's good there's good stuff and I know something's cooking I know something's cooking in here because the anointing's getting stronger and stronger and and uh uh we're pressing you know we pray and we obey that's what we do hallelujah so uh that's what we were we were talking about uh bringing our bodies into subjection not we have to determine i'll say this before we go on and it's it's important to learn to think this way uh the epistles the writings of paul and peter and john and james whoever else added unto that that's where we live that's where we live today that's the same dispensation that we live and they're so powerful and now every one of those books, every one of those epistles were written to churches. 
Amen. And every one of those churches, if you study it out, they were all Spirit-filled churches. They believed in the gifts of the Spirit and the power of the Holy Ghost. Yeah, they spoke with tongues and had the gifts of the Spirit. And we got so much of the body of Christ. Oh, uh, uh, somebody said one time, talking about the church they went to, they said, we're glad that this is not a Pentecostal church. Amen. And well, you know, the life they lived, I can understand why, because the devils would have got run off. Praise God. <laughs> I can take my devils there and be comfortable. Just keep them. Hallelujah. Well, I, I, I don't want any devils. Amen. If I know it's a devil, I don't want them. Amen. Hallelujah. It's not so bad, that, you know, it's, it's much more shameful to want to keep your devil than it is to figure out that you got one. Amen. And then when you figure out you got one, you want help. Amen. Hallelujah. But if you don't want help, that's kind of shameful. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. But the devil trip people up and they'll get so confused that that's the way they want to stay. Amen. But you're going to see already, I told y'all it was coming. Already you see on Facebook and different ministries, there's a lot of deliverance going on. And a lot of deliverance teaching going on. And some of it's really good and then some of it, you know, makes all the rest of us look bad. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, we're going to do what we do. We're going to walk after God. And, and uh, uh, you don't have to talk to devils. And you don't have to let the devils get the microphone and talk to the whole church. Amen. Jesus never did that. Amen. He said, hold your peace. Hallelujah. I learned that. Amen. The last time a devil come on and talk to me, it was growling. It was cold outside. Woke me up in the middle of the night. The guy was way bigger than me and strong and looked like a bear and it was freezing cold outside he didn't have no shoes on didn't have no shirt on all he had on was blue jeans and it was like one of those 20 degree crystal clear uh november december nights and and come you know maybe in january i don't know come knocking on my door waking me up after i just how many knows you just fall asleep you know you're good and uh so i got i went to the door and i said well let me get some clothes they said so and so's got a devil we need you to pray for him. I said, well, okay. Okay, let me, let me uh, get some clothes on and stuff because uh, I just grabbed a house coat or something. So I went and got some clothes on. And I said, well, bring him in there. And so he would come up and he was standing in the front room, the room where he came in. And I walked up there and he was big and he was growling. He was, you know, trying to just intimidate you. And, and, you know, I was really getting cold chills and it wasn't the Holy Ghost. Amen. You know, you, you know, you, you half wake up and you, in, in all this, you know, you got to learn to let the spirit take over, praise God. And, uh, and so I, you know, I did, I said, well, what am I going to do? And, uh, so, uh, uh, I just kind of stepped out. And so I, uh, I stepped out, I walked up to him and I said, you hold your peace in the name of Jesus. Shut up. Amen. And it got quiet. And I said, I don't want to talk to no devil. I want to talk to, and I said his name. Hallelujah. Praise God. And then when I said, shut up, the devil shut up. Because when, when I stepped up, the anointing came on me. Praise God. If I'd have stayed back there and watched, the anointing never would have come on me. And he never would have got help. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. But, uh, you know, uh, trying to intimidate with fear. And uh, uh, everything else. So we're going we're gonna to see all this stuff. This is the last day revival. This is it. Amen. And we, we need to be filled with God. We need to be yielded to God. You know, getting right with God is so easy. You know, and if you really are bound, we can help you. Amen. If you're so bound, you can't help yourself. And I don't 
think there's, there's not a whole lot of people like that that are coming to church every Sunday. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. But there are some out there that we will encounter, and we can help them. Amen. I think Brother Summerall said, Dr. Jacob said last night, that, uh, and I'd heard this before, that there's like eight levels of the devil in, invading your life. And up to like level six, you can deal with it yourself if you're filled with the Holy Ghost. You can repent. God, I'm sorry. Wash me in the blood. Lord, help me. In the name of Jesus, I'm done with this. Praise God. Thank you for your mercy for me not destroying myself. Amen. Up to about level six, you can do that yourself. But if you keep playing with it, then you're going to get over to seven and eight, and you're going to have to have somebody help you. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, like I said, if you're coming to church every Sunday and you're not making a scene, then you're, you're probably, you know, three or four, level three or four. <laughs> Amen. How many understand what I'm saying? Amen. We can help ourselves. But it's so easy to get right with God. I'm sorry, Jesus. I humble myself before you. Amen. Forgive me. Hallelujah. He said if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us uh, our sins. So uh, we, uh, we, we, we talked about I bring my body under. You have to decide the New Testament, the epistles, say that there's three parts to man. That's, what I, that's where I was going. 1 Thessalonians 5 says spirit, soul, and body. I pray the Lord preserve me. Spirit, soul, and body. I am a spirit. You are a spirit. That's the real you. That's who you really are. That's what lives for eternity in heaven or hell. Amen. And you got to get right with God. You got to use your faith, hear the gospel, believe on the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, repent, confess your sins to him, believe in your heart, confess with the mouth the Lord Jesus. Jesus is my Lord. You will be saved. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, then your heart is born again. Amen. But we have to determine every day, I'm going to let my spirit man be in charge. Amen. People with habits and addictions, they're not letting their spirit man be in charge. They're letting the flesh or their, their mind, will, or and, and emotions take the charge and override their spirit man. We've been given the authority. We've been given the right. Amen to put that in place. Amen. We can control what we think. Finally, my brethren, Paul said, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are just, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise. So you don't have to think about something bad all the time. But now listen, you've got to grow a brain and get a clue. Amen. If, if you're watching Sci-Fi Channel and Vampire Bloodsuckers from Hell every night, amen, and you're dreaming about monsters and zombies, no wonder. No wonder. And you could come up here and get me to cast that off of you. And then you go back and watch it again. And it's just going to be the same thing. Only they'll bring seven more times more wicked. Amen. So you, you, you do have to control what goes in. You know, uh, Brandon made a post poking fun at Tiffany. I mean, well, not, I mean, really, Emmett did it. Emmett said, Mama, when you was little, was the TV show's gray. Meaning black and white. Amen. And, 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 uh, you know, Brandon said, yeah, because that's the only thing we'd let him watch, you know, basically. But, you know, you know, I went ahead and said, you know what, I, I think Tiff turned out pretty good. You make all the fun of me you want to. Amen. I think she turned out pretty good. I, I think my kids, and, and I said it earlier in prayer meeting, I don't think my children had that rough of a life. I think they were happy. Amen. And, and treated well. Amen. And knew that they were loved. 
Amen. And knew that we loved God and knew that God loved us. Amen. And so that's why they turned out so good. But, but I'm telling you, we need some self-control. Amen. I remember one time I was at somewhere, somebody's place of business. And uh, there was a couple risky magazines laying there. Was, uh, and he saw that and he was embarrassed. And he said, oh, oh. Uh, I ain't, uh, that's, that stuff don't bother me. That stuff don't bother me. Well, it wasn't long. He had an affair. Lost his, messed his marriage all up, messed his home all up, just blowed his life up. Amen. Now, that stuff don't bother me. You, you, you know, the devil's out to, to kill you. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. And you can't play with him. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So you, you can do stuff to affect your mind. But we've got to determine every day, I am a spirit being. And you know what? The Bible tells us in Galatians to uh, walk in the spirit. And you'll not fulfill the lust of the flesh. To walk after the spirit. One of the gifts of the spirit is temperance or self-control. Amen. So if you've got stuff running a mitt, I have to do, the, I have to do this with my appetite. Because... You know, and I have to bring my body under. Because sometimes, you know, you go to a place like I was this week. Every night they had refreshment for ministers. Well, they had cookies and stuff. They even had ice cream. You know, and somebody coming. Pastor, would you like some ice cream with some Oreos crumbles on it and some syrup and stuff and whipped cream? And I, no. No, but I did have a cookie. Well, see, when you have a cookie... When you have a cookie, then the next day you want ice cream. Because your body does. And so that's when you have to exercise self-control. And what I do, I always just turn on the 600-pound man club. Uh, that's one of the shows that I, I watch from time to time. I don't watch it all the time. But periodically, I, to, to get a little motivation, I say, see there? Amen. I have the fruit of self-control. Amen. And, and I'm not going that way. I'm going the other way. Amen. Hallelujah. But you can say that. And then, and then Keith Moore said, you know, one, one guy, he loved the Lord, but he'd smoked for years and years, and then he got saved. He hated it, but he just couldn't kick it. And, I mean, I know that's hard. I know a lot of people really struggle with, struggle with it. And, you know, the holiness people, when I first come in, said, you know, uh, you're going to go to hell if you don't get rid of that filthiness of the flesh. And they just, people just be condemned. And a lot of people just back, flat, backslid. Amen, because that, that flesh had such a stronghold. Now, I never did, I never did have a, a stronghold like that for it, and, and, and I didn't even like cigarettes. I smoked some cigars, but the reason I smoked cigars is to kill the smell of the reefer that I smoked. Amen. And, and so I'd smoke a cigar. You know, it, when I come to work, I smoke a joint on the way to work, and so I'd fire up that cigar when I went walking in the factory so everybody smelled my cigar and didn't think anything, you know. Hallelujah, put some visine in my eyes, put some drops of visine in my eyes so they wouldn't be red and fire up that big cigar and go in there. And, and, uh, but I didn't, I never was hooked like on tobacco. Like when I, and when I got saved, I didn't want no reefer no more. I didn't want no cigars no more. I didn't want no booze no more. I didn't want nothing. Amen. And, and, and stayed with it. But uh, one, one brother had, had a hard time, and Keith Moore said, listen, he said, you just say you're the righteousness of God. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus when 
You, when you want a cigarette, just say, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Even when you're smoking, even when I'm smoking one, yeah. Confess that you're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And he kept doing that, and it wasn't but a couple of weeks till he, he, it dawned on him. I'm the righteousness of God. I don't want that. God, I don't want that. Amen. He's able to quit and stay delivered. Praise God. Or you could say, I have the fruit of self-control working. And I don't, my, my body, my flesh wants that, and my body's not in control. Amen. I don't want that affecting my health. And I don't want that filthy habit. And the money that it costs now, I mean, you've got to have to be a millionaire to smoke. And I, I, I always said, if they want to tax something, tax sin. Tax cigarettes. Put a $5, $15 pack tax on cigarettes. Put a $5, $15 tax on a bottle of whiskey or on a case of beer. Just tax sin. Amen. Tax the fire out of the, let them have a riverboat. Let them gamble. Let them go to the horse track. But just tax the fire out of it. A sin tax. Amen. That way good hardworking people wouldn't have to fool with it. And if you wanted to, to do that wickedness, if you could afford it, have at it. Just go on with your bad self. Amen. You know, that always made sense to me, but I'm not, I'm not running for anything. Praise God. And eventually everybody's going to get saved anyway. Then they wouldn't get, they wouldn't get no tax money. Hallelujah. So, uh, self-control. Amen? And, and so we have to determine. We have to determine. Uh, I'm going to let my spirit man be in control. Amen? I put my, my spirit man is in charge. It's over my... my I'm not going to let my emotions, my fear. I'm not going to let fear get after me. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm going to be led by the Spirit. Romans 8, 14 says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. And, it, and it, it, another verse says, uh, Thanks be to God, who always leads us in triumph in Christ Jesus. Now, if He leads us, how does He lead us? By His Spirit, and the Spirit and the Word agree. Amen? So as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. So I'm going to let I'm going to let the Spirit of God, which which operates in my spirit, and when you get baptized in the Spirit, that affects your spirit, and and like I said, you can hear from the Spirit even if you're not baptized in the Holy Ghost. But when you get baptized in the Holy Ghost, immersed in it, and you pray in tongues, that turns that up. It just turns it up. The more you pray in tongues, the more you're going to hear these things and know these things. And, and I mean, every Christian, it's for every Christian. It's not for some super spiritual ones here and there. We're all supposed to be super spiritual. And we get that and we pray in the Spirit. Then you're going to know stuff in the Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, uh, I heard Andrew Womack tell it. It was a joke. It's supposed to be funny. But it, it's, it's kind of true. He said there was a big church. They were having a big old service. It's just full of people. Just full of people. And all of a sudden, somebody come running in, and he said, the devil's coming down the road. Satan, Slewfoot, he's coming down the road, and he's getting ready to come in here, and he said he's going to come in this church. Come right in this church and tear it up. And when, when they said that, everybody panicked. Everybody took off, and they was running over people trying to get out, trying to get out and hide and run out. And, and sure enough, here comes the devil. He come in the back door and come walking up through there, and uh, everybody was gone except one man sitting on the front row. And the devil walked up to him. He said, uh, 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 don't you know who I am? He said, yeah. He said, aren't you afraid of me? And, and he, said, he said, no. And he said, why not? And he said, 
because I've been uh, married to your sister for 20 years. <laughs> Hallelujah. But everybody else ran off. Church full. Amen. There ain't no sense in that. Praise God. We're, we're, we're going to have to be, and it's not a bunch of weirdness like some people put on TV. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen, they're against you just like they are me. A bunch of them behind that gate trying to hold me out of everything. They're trying to hold you down, keep you afraid. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and a sound mind. Greater is he that's in every one of us than he that's in the Word. But he wants us to be led by the Spirit of God in, in our spirit. So, so how does he, 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 he lead us? Well, we have to know the Holy Ghost and be given to the things of the Holy Ghost. John 14, 7 says that it, it, it's the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. When you're born again, you're born of the Spirit. And getting baptized in the Spirit, is the, it's the same Spirit. It's not some weird Pentecostal thing. It's the, if you got a warm fuzzy when you got saved, Oh, how I got a warm fuzzy when I got saved. When I repented and rededicated to God and, and I took that microphone and confessed uh, uh, Jesus is the Lord in that tent, it'd come back on me again, but even stronger. But when I was 13 years old, right down here at the, at the high school, I went to that altar. Now listen, I'd been praying every night at home. I'd been praying every night at home trying to get saved. But I just, I didn't get enough to stick. But when I got in that meeting and, and I found myself raising my hand and I found myself standing up and then I found myself going to the altar and, and there, was, there was, you know, at least four or five others that went. I don't know how many. But I went, but when I prayed and he led us in a prayer and I said what he said and, it, it, oh, I felt like the weight of the world was, I felt so good. I felt God. I felt peace. I stood up and that black lady was right beside me. I was crying and snotting. She was crying and snotting. We hugged each other. I didn't, we didn't know what happened, but we knew it happened, praise God. And, and it was just the love of God being poured out in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. Amen. And then you, if you're sensitive, if somebody will teach you right, and God is speaking by His Spirit. Jesus said, they, they made a big deal of it when Oral Roberts said the Lord told him if he didn't fulfill uh, this get, getting these doctors to the, to the mission field that his purpose would be done and his time on earth would be up and he'd be going home. Well, the media turned around and said, Oral Roberts said God was going to kill him if he didn't raise $7 million. If he didn't, you know, that, you know how, how the media does that, trying to make it look bad. So they had some preachers on Good Morning America. Back then, that was the only channel you got. You know, Channel 13, if you had the antenna pointed in the right direction. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, so the preachers were talking, you know, and, and they were all making it sound like he was crazy if he thought God talked to him. And one brother said, well, Jesus said, my sheep know my voice and the voice of another they'll not follow. So he thought that God could speak to us. And some of the others were just like the ones with the collar on backwards and a little white thing here. I don't know what that means, but, you know, the ones that did, they, they didn't think God spoke to you. I don't, I don't know if all of them did, but that, those didn't. Praise God. Hallelujah. He'll speak to you. Amen. I didn't want to lie no more. After I was 13, I didn't want to lie no more. Amen. I, did, I, I, I didn't know a lot, but I knew some things are wrong and some things are right. And I messed around and let my conscience get seared like a hot iron. And I started doing things I was wrong, but for a little while I did right. 
If I didn't get taught, I didn't get fed on the Word of God. Amen. That's not God's plan. Amen. When Bethany brought Langston home from the hospital, you know, she took care of him. She, she still takes care of him. He still can't care. You know, people are so crazy. You know, and, and you know, life begins at conception. I mean, the Bible says, before you were in your mother's womb, I knew you. God said that. Before you. And so there was, there was some liberal, uh, educated idiots that were trying to argue with somebody about abortion. And they said, well, when does life begin? And, and the lady was saved, and she was very patient. And she said, well, when does life begin? Well, it begins when life can sustain itself. And she said, well, I've had three children. And she said, you know, uh, they can't even sustain themselves when they're three or four years old. So when does it become a life? You know, they, they got all these arguments that they're just, they're just trying to make up. Amen. <laughs> Thou shalt not kill. That's it. Amen. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Amen. Fornication. Uh, four things not to do in the New Testament. Four things God said abstain from. One of them was fornication, drinking blood, things strangled uh, in idols. Amen. And, but we won't talk about that today because, you know, it's everybody's right. Everybody's doing it. Well, I don't care if everybody's doing it or not. Amen. Sin, sin. Amen. Hallelujah. Can I get a good amen? amen. Hallelujah. It's right. And, and, and I'm not mad at nobody. And God's not mad at you. He loves you. And he'll set you free. Just like he said, anybody that's set free, free. Praise God. But he wants you free and don't want you bound. And that's not life and that's not happiness. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Well, how can we be led? It's the Holy Spirit leads us. Amen. And he doesn't put a leash on our neck like, uh, you know, I got one dog. He, he, he's too little to run loose. And he can't hear e either. And if he got in the road, he's... He's, it's not, it wouldn't be good. Piper's big enough, you know, she can hear things coming and jump out of the way of a car. I don't like her to get on the road either. And I'm, matter of fact, I got her shock collar charging up tonight because we're going to make sure she don't be going on that road no more for a while because she gets, gets a little bit too big for her britches. Amen. But crypto, I got to put him on a leash and lead him around. Well, God doesn't want to put us on a leash and lead us around. He leads us by spirit. Amen. So we have to recognize and honor the Holy Ghost. Be sensitive. Some of us got to be quieter and stiller. We got so much noise going on. Amen. To really hear from God. To really hear from God. Amen. And, and then when He tells you something, you need to obey. He said, if you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. Amen. Some people don't want to listen because they're afraid He'll tell them something that they know is right. But if they, you know, they want to, you know, play like they're ignorant. Amen. And that's they don't read the Bible. But the Bible doesn't hurt. The Bible helps. His commandments aren't grievous when you love him. Glory to God. He gave us all things freely to enjoy. Life is good. Amen. Hallelujah. So you must recognize and honor the Holy Ghost. Don't resist the Holy Ghost. Paul said in Acts 7, you stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, you always resist the Holy Spirit as your fathers did. So do you. So there's people like that today. They, they stub up when God wants something going on. Amen. I've seen people do that. Praise God. Hallelujah. Some people don't like it when the Spirit of God gets moving. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
I want to yield to the Holy Ghost. And he, he, he prompts us, he nudges us. Before you learn to really be still and really hear his voice, before I learned their stuff, I just knew. I just knew it was just a little something on the inside. Amen. I knew I wasn't going to, when I rededicated, when I was in my mid-20s, I flushed all my dope, I poured all my booze out, I got all my rock and roll records, and all. I had a bunch of rock and roll magazines, and they were, you know, full of nonsense. Amen. I got it all and took it out of my house because I, I knew something happened. I, 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 something happened to me, and that didn't fit anymore. And it couldn't be in my house. And whereas I took it out and put it in my building. And then, then a few weeks later, we had a, a, a Acts 18 or 19 there where they burned all the magic stuff. We, we piled it all up and burned it. And you could hear demons crying when the, all the records were burning and, 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 and everything. Really. Amen. Because the, 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 the devil's using that stuff. Amen. He's using that stuff. And, you know, uh, at least when I was... You had to listen to records backwards to hear the devil. And now some of this rap and stuff that's going on, even country rap and stuff, and even country, amen, they don't even hide it. Amen, it's blatant. It's right out there. I'm going to, you know, it's bad. It's bad, and that's what these kids are all into. Lord, help us. Amen. But but you, you get unctions. That ain't right. That ain't right. That ain't right. Amen. And, and he'll, prompt, he'll prompt us. Amen. When you're really walking with God, you'll encounter somebody. I need to tell them about Jesus. Amen. Something will tell you on the inside. Hallelujah. And your, your heart will get to beating and your hands will get sweaty. Amen. Are you going to obey? But, and then you're afraid because you don't know. But then when you do go obey, the Bible says if we open our mouth wide, he, he'll, he'll fill it. And if God's really dealing with you like that, it always something good always happens. Amen. But there's a whole lot of people that got the sweaty palms and the heart beating and they chickened out. Amen. And somebody didn't get help. But I'm here to tell you if that happens, go with it. God's going to help you. Amen. Hallelujah. I remember one time Bobo was in the hospital and uh, something was wrong with him. He had pneumonia or something. And I went to see him and uh, I hadn't been saved and filled with the Holy Ghost long. He's one of our old buddies. I hadn't been saved and filled with the Holy Ghost long. And I went there and I started talking about Jesus. And the glory of God just come in the room. And I mean, we had ostrich bumps. The Spirit of God just bore witness. I mean, and I mean, it's like big old, you know, not goosebumps, ostrich bumps. And it was so tangible. And he said, what is it? I said, that's the Holy Ghost. And he said, my God. And he, and he, and he got me and he took me to, to, he's very social. He knows everybody and he loves to talk to people. We went to two or three rooms of people that he knew. And he said, this is, this is Randy Parnell. He's a preacher. This is the Holy Ghost. Do you feel this? This is the Holy Ghost that's on him. And we'd go and pray for all of them. Amen. And it was so tangible, praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Probably, been, probably had as much of a tangible anointing right then as I've even ever had in the pulpit. Praise God. Hallelujah. And it was on him. I mean, he just jumped. He said, this is the Holy Ghost. Do you feel this? Do you feel that? Praise God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, we believe in God. Amen. Everybody will, will receive Jesus and be right with God and not miss it. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. So, sometimes I've learned, and we're about out of time. But sometimes I've learned to, to, to uh, 
It's like I have a choice of which direction to go on the road. Do I want to go up Tut Street or do I want to go around the square? Amen. And I, I think sometimes you need to listen to stuff like that. Amen. Amen. Because if you override something, you could be spared. Amen. And I mean, it's something that's lots of time bigger than Tut Street. Amen. But you've got to learn to listen to that. Andrew Womack, and I'll tell this and we're going to be done. Andrew Womack uh, had, had went with some preacher friends to South America and had a big preacher's conference somebody had set up. And they, all the local pastors come. And that's the way to do missions. Train them how to do in their churches, how to grow their churches, how to get their churches established. And then they go and get their own people. That's what Mike Rabel does. And, uh, you know, we heard this week Mike Rabel's going back to Mexico. He's going back to Sayula, and uh, we talked to him a lot. Um, we'll see if I can't uh, get him. We're at least going to help him go. Amen. He's, go he's going in November back to the churches that he started 30-some years. They were down there, and he's going back, and, and uh, uh, him and his wife going back there to live. And, and uh, I'm excited for him. Praise God. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, but, uh, you know, God's led him. That's what he's supposed to do. He tried pastoring church in, in uh, Illinois, and it just it wasn't right, you know, after he come back from Morocco. So, uh, Andrew had, uh, Andrew Walmack had been to a minister's conference that somebody had set up, and so they brought all the, the Mexican pastors, and that's what Mike Rabel does. He sets up Mexican pastors to run the churches and work with them, and then he leaves them. And so all those churches are there, and he's like their spiritual father. And so he just went down there recently and visited them, and they, want, they all want him to come back. So he's going to do that. Uh, so uh, it was such a great meeting. They said, let's do it again. And he said, sure, I'd love to. So when they got ready and started setting it up, and he, he went to get his plane ticket and stuff, and uh, do all this or maybe they even had it set up for him and and he just got something on the inside just said, no you, you don't go don't go so just don't go you're just not supposed to go right now and so he told them and they were kind of upset and and uh because you know he was a big part of it but what what happened the plane that he would have been on was crashed on the runway another plane hit it on the runway and it was one of the most fatal airline accidents in, in the history of the world. And if he had went, if he, if he hadn't overrode that, uh, he'd have been dead. So I want to be led by the Spirit, and he always leads us to triumph, doesn't he? Amen. Well, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that your word is, is uh, alive and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Glory to God, and you're good, and you always lead us to triumph. Lord, help us to be victorious and help us to be led by your Spirit, led to pray, led to witness, led to turn from wrong things and turn to right things. We just yield to you. You're everything and we're nothing. And Lord, we just give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. And everybody said, Amen and Amen. Praise God. Well, God bless you. Thanks for coming. Thanks for listening.